Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. Christian Marcagiani has quite a story. It started at school, as it often does. He was ethnic and overweight, therefore a target. Eventually, he went on to join a gang, found himself on the wrong side of the law, and faced these choices from the judge. Join the army, go to jail, or join a boxing gym. Christian chose the latter, and he's never looked back. He then went on to found an organisation called Underdogs, which aims to empower thousands of people through physical and emotional development. He's an anti-bullying advocate, works with the Sydney Swans, the Australian cricket team, and was coach on Channel 9's Excess Baggage. You may have seen him. Christian is the managing director of Thump Boxing. Christian, welcome to Open House. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Mate, it's quite a story. When you look back... On those school days, I guess you've got to pinch yourself to realise where you are today. Yeah, look, sometimes I do look back, and um, but, I, but I always say to myself, it, it's those days, it's what I went through that actually actually led me to be where I am today. So you know, I'm forever grateful for that experience, although at the time it was quite hurtful and um, you know, I thought it would never end. Was the bullying something that gradually developed? It was. Through primary school, it was mainly just name-calling, but when I got to high school, that's when it really got worse. I was, um, you know, you, you get food thrown at you. I've got, I got punched and bashed and pushed around, and um, it, it was really just relentless, and, and it went on for a couple of years. Were you alone in it? I was. You know, I didn't really have many friends. Um, you know, every, every week I'd kind of try and make new friends, but... No one wanted to hang out with the kid that was uh, that was being bullied or that was being picked on and that everyone made fun of. So it was quite a lonely time for me at high school. Was there a particular experience in the bullying that you faced that still stands out more than many today? Probably the one that stands out the most was when I was on a bus um, coming home from school and it was a school special, so the bus was full of school kids and uh, kids were just teasing me and, and throwing their leftover fruit from lunchtime. They were throwing it at me and, and everyone was just laughing. And then I remember one of the kids had a, um, had a magazine of, um, you know, of naked women and they grabbed me by the hair and, and put my face into the magazine and, and all the kids just started laughing, you know, watching my head inside the magazine. It was just, you know, I didn't understand it. And, and I remember the next day when I was... Um, you know, I was at school talking to the school counsellor. Um, she actually asked me, you know, how did that make you feel? And and I actually just said to her, I said, look, you know what? I actually felt sorry for them. You know, to, to, to kids to be that cruel, you, you've just got to feel sorry for them. Did you ever fight back in any way? It got to a point where I um, I, I did fight back. I was uh, I was in year nine, so I would have been about fifteen years old, and I just had enough. One day on the playground. I, uh, I fought back and I realised that I had some, some strength on me. You know, I was, I, was, I was a big kid and I hurt the other boy. And um, I actually got in trouble with the school and they, they expelled me. They basically said, look, you know, you, this is not the school for you, um, so it's time to leave. So how did you find yourself in the gang? Well, I'd, I'd gone to another school and, and going to another school because you'd been kicked out of a of one school, you, you build up a reputation and I realised I was quite strong. So, you know, all I wanted to do was just belong. I just wanted to belong to, to, to a group to, and have some friends and 
I guess um, I found the path of, of fighting and, and fighting on the streets and um, getting mixed up with the wrong crowd. And, you know, they, they um, you know, they loved having me around because I was this big, strong kid. And as I grew older, I was, you know, getting into more and more trouble. And, um, you know, we'd be hanging out at nights in the city at King's Cross, um, at train stations, outside shopping centres. And I... Um, yeah, we got into a really bad fight when I was about 17 and a lot of people got hurt and uh, we, we all ended up in court and that was when it all started to turn around for me. And I'm intrigued at this ultimatum, very direct ultimatum from the judge. Yeah, it was, it was. And, um, you know, even even when when it was a she, when the judge, when she said that to me, I was, you know, I was still thinking about it and, I'm, you know, I had a bit of an attitude on me and I remember walking out of the courtroom and the policeman... Um, you know, that had arrested us, he, he tapped me on the shoulder and he said, son, you'll be dead by the time you're 21. Um, and, and that's when it really hit home for me. And, um, you know, the, the the police were running the police boys clubs. They were boxing gyms um, back then. And I just um, decided, OK, I'm, I'm going to give this a go. And, and off I went. And that was just this stunning turnaround for you. Yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. It, it was gradual. So I um, I got into boxing. I, I started um, losing a bit of weight. I started feeling good about myself. Um, I'd, I'd finished school and then I got a job and things just seemed to get better. I started hanging out with, um, you know, with you know, good people, uh, had some mentors along the way. And, um, you know, I, I got my life back on track and I realised what I wanted to do. You lost more than a bit of weight. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I ended up losing 50 kilos, yeah. and um, and then I I really wanted to study more, so I uh, I managed to enrol in university when I was um, when I was about 21, as a mature age student, and I completed um, a degree in, in exercise and sports science, and um, set up my own uh, boxing fitness programs. So you're getting a much better life. Does the shadow of the bullying still hover over you at that time? You, you never forget it. You, you always remember it. But um, and, and I think it comes back to me more when I hear other stories of, of, of bullying. And um, you know, especially when you hear that people have taken their own life because of it. And it, it does remind me of what I went through. And I, I consider myself one of the lucky ones. I consider myself a survivor. Um, I, I never want to label myself as a victim of bullying because I, you know, I'm um, I'm not there anymore. I'm, I'm a survivor, and I'm there to now help other people. What's so important about being a survivor as opposed to being a victim? Because it's easy to feel a victim. Yeah, I think I think if you if you remain a victim, then you'll always just um, you know you'll carry a lot of grudges and you'll you'll carry a lot of blame, and I think you can't move forward. Whereas if you consider yourself a survivor you can just leave it all in the past you, you never forget it but then you can just move forward and help other people survive it whereas you know labeling yourself a victim you just um yeah you, you're just full of resentment if there's someone who's struggling to survive it tonight what would yeah. you say to them Look, there's, there's always hope. You know, you're not alone. And the best thing to do is, is talk to someone. If it's your parents, if it's your teachers at school, or, um, you know, if you do have that one best friend, let them know what you're feeling. Let them know what you're thinking. You're not alone. And more importantly, it's not your fault that you're being bullied. 
So you set up this anti-bullying organisation, Underdogs, about 10 years ago. What was the philosophy yeah. behind that? Why'd you do that? It was quite simple. It was just about me going around to schools and community centres and giving talks to, um, to students and parents and teachers about my experience and about um, you know, what bullying is and, and what signs to look out for. And um, I'd do exercises um, with kids in the classroom, not, not necessarily physical exercises, but just I'd play games with them and I'd um, you know, get them to interact and get to know one another. And um, I think kids just looked up to me as a, as a, as a role model that um, you, know, you can survive it and you can turn your life around. And, and that's basically what underdogs is. It's you know we get everyone involved, we get celebrities involved, and sports stars just to send out a simple message. You know, stop bullying. It's it's not cool. Are you surprised when you scratch at the surface with a lot of these kids how prevalent bullying is, and is it worse today? Do you think? I think um, I think it is worse today only because of the the access to communication is so easy now. You know, through the internet and through mobile phones. You know, Facebook and YouTube, um, that it's out there a lot more. Um, I think, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, it was a different type of bullying or people got bullied for different reasons, um, whereas now it can just, it can follow you home. It can be with you at night just simply by, you know, being on the internet or on your mobile phone. Do you have a theory on what lays at the heart of the bully? Why do they do it? Yeah, I do. Look, I think um, the bully is someone that, um, you know, wants to belong. I don't think they get much love and um, nurturing from home. Uh, you know, they, they could come from broken homes. There could be no communication at home. And then they'll go to school or even in the workplace and they'll, they'll pick on someone that um, is weaker than them because they, they just want to fill the void inside of them of, um, of the lack of, of love and and respect that they have because, you know, they may not receive it at home. Um, but I, I think that, you know, the bully is, um, doesn't have to remain a bully for life. You know, they, they can change. They just need to be shown the right way. I know there's been a tremendous amount of work done by your organisation, Underdogs, and yep. I'm sure that's gratifying for you. Can you tell us perhaps one or two stories of how that's actually played out and meant almost salvation for sure yeah look there was this one kid i'll never forget it who um believe it or not was um was in year seven when i met him and at the the school that i went to that i got kicked out of and i remember talking to him he was in year seven and he was he used to get teased a lot because he was um you know he was small and he, he was he was you know quite good at school so the kids used to pick on him and um you know, I said to him, I said, look, what is it that you like doing? And he said to me, because I like collecting um, pins, you know, Olympic pins. And, and I remember having an Olympic pin from the, uh, the Sydney Olympics. So I, I actually gave him one and I said, here, I want you to um, wear this every day. It was a boxing pin. And just think of it as your strength. Um, anyway, I kind of lost contact with this kid for a few years. And then um, I find out he's in year 12 and he's the school captain of um, of that school. And I remember at his speech, his first speech, you know, on his blazer, he was wearing the pin and he mentioned the pin that, that, that I'd given him that he basically says had, had saved his life and, you know, it, it made him grow and he ended up being the school captain of that school. Fantastic. 
And, um, you know, it's just, and all it was was just something so small, just giving him that hope that, you know, someone cares and, you know, you can be anything you want to be in life. It's a great work. Congratulations on it. And we'll put the details of uh, Underdogs up on our Open House Community Facebook page. Christian Marcogiani, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.